Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. I have with me today, Kelly Giard with Clean Air Lawn Care. Welcome, Kelly. Yeah, hi there, Lee. Thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about Clean Air Lawn Care. How are you serving folks? Sure, yeah. We we have three core services. Uh, easy way to think about us is we're the whole foods of lawn care. You know, that's our approach, kind of our niche. And our three core services are solar-powered mowing. We use electric equipment and then organic fertilization uh, as opposed to chemicals and then uh, organic weed control as opposed to, you know, chemical weed control. So it's a a healthy alternative for people that uh, see value in that. I would imagine in the crisis that we're having today that your business model hasn't been that much disrupted because your people can probably do what they have to do without you know, social distancing is kind of built into what they do, right? Yeah, that's right. We're we're not shaking hands at the door and meeting at the kitchen table anymore. But, uh, you know, we can walk the property with, and be on the phone with the customer and also perform the service, um, you know, pretty easily without without having to violate the six the six foot distance. But one thing we've done with our employees is we stagger when they start, when they arrive to the shops. Uh, so they, they kind of have windows to get in and out of the shops by themselves. And then we have lowered the number of people in a truck to one. So a lot of our trucks were already set up that way, but uh, now all of them are. So, But in terms of the customer, it's been pretty seamless. And uh, we have had some certain state governments and local municipalities require some pretty rigid restrictions that have limited some of the stuff we typically do. But for the most part, we're operating as usual. Tell us about kind of the backstory on Clean Air Lawn Care. How did you guys get started and how do you move into franchising? Yeah, sure. So I was a stockbroker. I, I live in Fort Collins, Colorado. I was a retail stockbroker. And I was just kind of bored with that, I guess. Uh, I essentially owned a franchise as a stockbroker with the uh, Lensco private, le- private Ledger. Um, and so, you know, I, I know what it's like to be a franchisee. And, uh, kind of what they were good at and I saw their systems and what I liked and disliked. But I started messing around with this concept out of my garage in 2006 and, you know, it just kind of caught fire. It, uh, the media picked up on it. Uh, customers loved it. It's kind of a duh sort of business idea once you see it. Uh, why, why have we, we've been doing this for a long time. And so we decided to, I decided to sell my stock brokerage franchise and, um, go full full speed into this in 2008 and that's also the year that we franchised so you know we kind of tested it in 10 markets in 2007 across the united states we put up 10 trucks and tested it and then in 2008 we started selling franchises and so we're we're 12 years in now and uh we have about 70 territories now and i think around 50 owners or so so it's a uh, you know it's something that is catching on it's become you know, when we started it, it was, we had, uh, I describe it as, you know, we had inferior equipment. We had skeptical customers. And so we had to have really, really good people. And, uh, you know, that's a great way to start out a, 
a service business and a franchise business is just with really good people as a, you know, your, your core culture. Now, what's the profile of a franchisee? Is it somebody that's an owner operator or is it somebody who kind of is managing other people who are doing the labor? Uh, we have both, uh, you know, both are successful. It's pretty easy to get the owner operator up and going. You know, it takes more, um, I'd say, experience and talent by the franchise owner to figure out how to scale. Uh, labor is definitely the, uh, yeah, I guess, the, the area where the really good owners separate themselves from everybody else is managing their team and building their team. Um, our profile, you know, is a, I call him, a, that's typically a guy, you know, we, we have a lot of, uh, lawn care has a lot of males in it. Um, and so we're typically seeing, uh, you know, a white collar guy who's maybe spent 15 years in a corporate job or something like that and wants to be an entrepreneur. He's always thought of himself that way. And has saved up some capital and are, you know, might have a sustainability or organic slant to what sort of business he wants to get into. And then when he sees our model, he goes, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, we'd like to find more women. It's just not an area that, uh, that lawn care is very, uh, appealing to, I guess. So, um, but the, uh, yeah, the, that, that's our, we call them a white collar to green collar sort of profile where they're, they're going, okay, I, uh, I'm an entrepreneur and I, I like this business model. It makes sense. Now, is there an opportunity for the franchisee to start out maybe in one territory and then kind of build an empire around them in adjacent territories? Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, our first, uh, we had our first uh, owner go over a million dollars in revenue this last year. 2019. So, you know, he has three territories and he's in the Seattle market. He has, uh, you know, he started in 2008. He's one of our first, first owners. Um, so the sky is the limit, really. There's a lot of good real estate in terms of the territories we can build out into. So the, the, the brand and the concepts at an exciting phase right now where we've established it and it's proven and now, you know, there's still, but there's still a lot of real estate available. Now, does it work better in kind of the, uh, where the weather is good year round or can it work in as a seasonal business? You know, it, it's, uh, we don't have anything in the state of North Dakota or, or, uh, um, Minneapolis or anything that's super short. We're in Jackson Hole and we're in Bend, Oregon. Um, those would be the shortest seasons we have and we're successful there mostly because there's a high standard of living. So the pricing is high. And, and then those individuals have kind of snow careers too. So they have winter stuff they do at the ski resorts and stuff like that. So it's definitely an advantage to have the full season, um, you know, in terms of revenue and just getting the most out of your capital. Um, I think it's nice to take a break too. So the, uh, like we have, we have Denver, you know, Colorado owners. And I mean, we, I, I'm sitting here looking at uh, 10 inches of snow out my win window today. So it's, uh, it's, it's nice to take a break and kind of use your brain, not just be out to grinding away every day too. 
Now, how much uh, is on the local market franchisee to kind of, you know, immerse themselves in the community and build those client bases? Is there stuff that is required of them to do, or is it, uh, or do you help from a corporate standpoint? Uh, we we provide an individual website for each market, and so we've chosen to do that because we think it's appealing for that franchise owner and franchise owner group in the in that market. Um, gives them more of a local feel and, uh, you know, rewards them for building that lo- brand locally. Um, and then we focus heavily on what uh, you were talking about at the entry of the show, the search engine optimization, where, you know, we're trying to own that search term for organic lawn care Seattle or organic lawn care Denver, um, whatever market we're in. And then build off of that. And so we give our owners a, you know, that, that website, uh, that works really well with phones and all sorts of devices. It's quick, it's easy to flow. And, and then we push traffic to it with the search engines and stuff. And then it's up to them to kind of throw fuel onto that fire with, you know, pay per click advertising, um, events. Uh, our trucks stand out. You know, we do get a lot of customers from our trucks. We have solar panels on our trucks. Um, and so it's a variety of, of marketing that really works well. Um, mostly for us, it's just about awareness. It's letting people know that they have a choice with, you know, this alternative way of doing things. And then once they experience it, um, our customers are very sticky. They don't. I compare it to the, the smoking restaurant. Once, if you can remember when, when the smoking was, you know, they got rid of smoking in restaurants and then you happened, you got used to that and then you went back into a, a restaurant that had smoke and you sat down to eat, you know, you, you had a certain reaction to it. And, uh, that's what our service is similar to. You know, once, once they're used to the no pollution and, uh, the no chemicals, it's pretty hard to go back that to the other direction. So now, um, can you share a story? Uh, you mentioned one franchisee that just broke a million dollars, but is there other stories mm-hmm. that stand out maybe that really transform their lives or their family, or maybe it's family run now or husband and wife, but something that stands out as somebody who was able to really kind of, uh, take this and run with it. Yeah, we have a program where we have people that, can come on as tech, you know, as employees. And in this case, this guy was working for probably $10 an hour and then grow out, you know, become manager and then eventually own their own franchise. We help them out with the franchise fee. If they help the, the, the location they work at for hit certain goals. And, uh, and so we have three owners, uh, one in particular, Scott in uh, Dallas, who, and he started off, as a, as a tech and uh you know now he owns a very robust location in the Dallas market and he has a much higher standard of living for his family he's got a child now and you know it's been really cool to see him go from an employee to a to an owner and and change his entire family's lifestyle that way now, when that happened, that's a, a great idea. I mean, I've been doing this this franchise marketing show in, uh, for a while, and that's pretty innovative thinking there. How did, does that does the comp- 
the franchise that he was with, are they mad they just lost a key employee, or is there something in it for them, too, that when that happens? Yeah. Well, we set goals. We, we sit down and we say, you know, it's, it's me at the headquarters, and then it's the franchise owner, and then it's the employee, and we, we make goals for that location. Um, and in his case, um, it was a five-year plan. So what the franchise owner got out of that was a, a very committed – like an owner sort of committed employee for five years that he could, you know, anchor his business around. And that kind of stability really accelerates the growth for the, for the existing franchise owner. So that's, that's what they get out of it is, you know, having that trust and the person that's built in and bought in to their operation. And uh, it makes a world of difference in our model to even have one person like that, you know, that sets the tone and and you can rely on. Right. So, and so you're giving them kind of a career path for their employees that they don't really have to fund beyond. Uh, right. They get to have the experience of working there. They might lose a really good employee after five years, but they got five years of good work out of them. That's exactly right. The other thing they get is that typically the the location they're going to open is going to be adjacent or nearby, and so they're getting a uh, you know a partner longer term that they can also grow that brand locally with. And in our situation, we have it's a common problem where we can't get to either because of distance or just demand. You know, we can't get to all the customer requests. So um, you know, having Having that owner side by side really helps grow the market and also keeps the potential customer base happy. You know, they, they don't. Some people don't like it when they can't get a service and they want it. Right. Well, that kudos for you. That is a brilliant uh, kind of career path and a way to keep employees in a time where that's not as easy as it sounds. So, congratulations. Yeah. It, yeah. Thank you. We're. Uh, we're, we're tr- internally trying to really expand that program. It, it, we give up that franchise fee revenue when we do it, but um, it really does pay off pretty quickly financially. So they're, uh, they, they hit the ground running when they start their business. They already know what they're doing. Um, they, they tend to grow a lot faster than the owners that are coming in from a different you know, industry or field. Now, how'd you land on five years as opposed to like three years or how did that come about? Well, that was determined by the franchise owner and the employee. So we're, it could be anywhere from two to five years. I think five is kind of a maximum and two is a minimum um, in terms of that commitment. We have, I think, three or four people that are on the track right now at various stages. So... Um, you know, it's a it's a great thing for the culture longer term, but you know, some people uh, five years is just too long. Right. Um, so, you know, getting them onto a two year sort of track with some aggressive growth goals, um, that works too. Right. It's a win 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 all the way around. It is. Yeah. It's you know the it just makes that franchise owner's life really easy when they they have somebody that's, that's performing at that level. And that are bought in. I mean, they're obviously a believer. If yeah. they're thinking about doing it themselves, then they, they obviously believe and they're hungry to learn. 
and they're getting kind right. of practice on the the one franchisee, knowing that that's going to launch them individually. So it's a brilliant idea. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Now, if somebody wants to learn more about the franchise, is there a website? Yeah, sure. It's uh, cleanairlawncare.com, and uh, you can easily click into the, the franchise portion of the site on, once you get on the homepage there. And, uh, you know, we have um, – we're getting a lot of inquiries right now because there's been so much uh, displacement with people getting laid off and so forth. So I think uh, – over the Easter weekend, we had 25 to 30 inquiries for a new new location. So it's a it's 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 a weird time, you know. It, there's there's a lot of negative stuff going on, but there's a lot of entrepreneurs being born too, and so that part's really exciting. And you know, we're we're excited to be a part of their lives when they decide to do that. Well, you started uh, the venture during a rough time, so. A lot yeah. of times, the rough times birth a lot of innovative companies. Yeah, it does. And, you know, the, the grass just keeps coming up, Lee. You know, you can't stop it. <laughs> That's right. So you, you either have to mow it yourself or have somebody else do it. Well, so. Ke- well, Kelly, thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah. And um, remember, once again, cleanairlawncare.com is where to go if you want to learn more about this really innovative franchise that has opportunities around the country uh, waiting for you. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.